You're listening to the Hopped Up Network. The show you're about to listen to is part of the Hopped Up Network's growing family of craft beer podcasts in the U.S. and Canada. I think it's great. Find this show and others like it at hoppedupnetwork.com, the spot for informative and entertaining craft beer podcasts. I love it. I love you guys. You're listening to the Hopped Up Network. You're listening to the Pints and Provisions podcast with Evan, Mark, Ryan, and Dan. You're listening to the Pints and Provision Podcast with Evan, Mark, and Dan. Oh, I forgot to... I can't Just happened. The first, yes. the first line of the podcast is yeah. mid-conversation. <laughs> All right, here we go, guys. We got a special episode recording down here live at Bearded Owl. I always say live, but we're recording live, but when it goes out, it's not live. Yeah, we do the same, same thing. thing. <laughs> same thing. Uh, Evan here, Mark uh, to my right. Hey. Unfortunately, Ryan couldn't make it. Uh, the sickness has hit his household, so understandably so this time of year. But cheers to Ryan. I'm, I'm sure he'll be listening down the road. Uh, we're happy to uh, welcome Alex and Austin from the People of Peoria podcast with us. Welcome, gents. Hey, thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for letting us join you. And if you tune into their most recent episode, they actually did an interview with Nick down here um, we did. with Bearded Owl. So uh, no better place than to sit down together, have another beer to talk about what's going on in the world of Peoria and I guess beer uh, than this place since you guys are. And I think the last time we were here was with Nick. Correct. We copied you guys. <laughs> yeah, we saw your episode. We were like, we have to do that, too. <laughs> we were and down here talking about the uh, anniversary party. The anniversary party. party. Yeah. So we'll get into that a little bit. We're going to start off with our uh, pint of the week, our beer of the week. Uh, I'm happy to go first if you guys still need to look up things. Go ahead. Sometimes it's, again, I always like to put the beer with the place that you're in. It doesn't always have to be the yeah. most amazing beer you can pull off the shelf. But uh, I was fortunate enough to be in Kauai, Hawaii last week. And the best craft brewer, of course, you could get out there is Maui Brewing Company, which if yeah. you pick up cans in the grocery store, it is brewed in Maui. There's not a separate facility or canning facility or production facility in the continental U.S. So what you get in the store is brewed in Maui. Hmm. Wow. Now, in Kauai, I was uh, enjoying the uh, Pau Pilsner. So it was a nice crispy island. I call it my crispy island lager. So when you're at the beach or when you're sitting at the pool, nothing goes down better than a nice crisp, crisp lager from those guys. So sure. it was wonderful. Man, that sounds awesome. Yeah, like I, I said, <laughs> the place and you know right, anything right. would have tasted good on the beach. Yeah. But sure. The Maui Brewing Company, uh, I think if you ever get a chance, if you do, thankfully, are over in Maui or even in Honolulu, they've, do, they've got some places to go to. Their place is beautiful. Yeah, I was kind of messing with Evan this week. Uh, I saw a picture of a, a West Coast IPA. Yeah, you did. And that's you the know, Maui like Brewing the, Company the, Big Swell. The the deep thought of the day was <laughs> if you're in Hawaii, is a West Coast style IPA technically an oh, East Coast IPA? Yeah. And you know, I think I what think it Ryan said, it's just craft import at that point. <laughs> <laughs> True. So, so I think I missed it. What part of Hawaii were you in? Kauai. Okay. Kauai is the uh, westernmost populated, I guess, 
uh, island of the islands. Yeah. Uh, although there is the um, only the, there's a there's an island just west of that that only Hawaiians uh, live on and are allowed to be on. But uh, in my opinion, it's the most beautiful island. It's lush, green, lots of hiking, lots of picturesque yeah. scenery. So. Um, yeah, it was it was wonderful. Have you been to the others? Sorry, I, I'm not I've, interviewing you, but I'm just super <laughs> curious. Uh, I've been to Maui uh, before uh, and Kauai, both. And cool. Maui is the kind of island where there's a lot more to do. It's a little bigger island. It's more populated. Kauai runs at island pace. Cool. Quiet, less busy, just kind of more laid back. So, mm. yep, it was, a, it was a long trip out there and a long <laughs> trip back, but worth it. Yeah. All right, Mark, I'm going to let you go. All right. I had a, a beer from a Black Project Spontaneous and Wild Ales throughout of Denver. Uh, it's a place that we, uh, my brother and I, stumbled across uh, when we were on our uh, beercation in Denver, and we kind of fell in love with it. They do all uh, – uh, uh, Alex here is showing a, a Colorado shirt. Yep. A little oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. But uh, we fell in love with this place. Uh, they do a lot of uh, spontaneous wild ales. They have their own cool ships and everything there. So it's all, uh, you know, nice. done on the uh, up and up for the, the real, true, spontaneous uh, beers. But this one was the Shadow Factory, and that's their uh, rotating fruit series. Hmm. It's a sour beer, um, and they, they'll, they'll rotate different fruits that they use in that. But the one that I had uh, was a sour wheat ale with cranberry and boysenberry. Ooh, that uh, sounds delicious. Poured a nice kind of rosy, deep, deep rosy color with like a thin head on it. Uh, just a delicious, tart uh, wheat beer, you know, a sour wheat. So, oh, so it's, sour wheat, wheated yep, so sour. It, it, use, it has a 100% wheat fermented um, um, microbes that it uses from the cool ship. Cool ship. Nice. Cool ship. Cool ship. All right, uh, Austin, you're up. All right. So uh, my descriptions aren't going to be as good as your guys's, but, you Doesn't know. matter. <laughs> so I was down in uh, South Carolina recently uh, for work, and we went to uh, a, just a tap room called uh, Barley's. Uh, I think it was the first tap room in Greenville ever. Uh, they told us a story that they, like, changed the laws in Greenville or something to, like, allow alcohol to be sold. Anyway, so cool story behind it. But uh, I had a beer from... River Rat Brewing, uh, which is in Columbia, South Carolina. Yep. And it was called uh, Astronaut Juice or Astronaut something like that. Uh, I have it pulled up here. Yep. um, It was a uh, New England IPA, and I think it was the juiciest IPA I've ever had in my entire life. It was so good. Nice. So it it was really, really good. And then I also had the uh, Sierra Nevada um, uh, 40-year anniversary uh, IPA that they had. Oh. Uh, That was actually pretty good. So that one was a... Uh, West Coast IPA. Okay. Um, so that one, yeah, both both really good beers. Nice. All right, Alex. Well, for mine, I'm going to go local. So um, just the other day, I was over at a place in Morton, and um, I had something from White Oak, which is out over in Bloomington, um, mm-hmm. called the Brass Rail. Uh, it's a red ale, and uh, really good red ale. Um, they had it on tap over there, and I uh, really enjoyed that. I, you know, Good, good ABV, five point five percent, and uh, just went down real smooth and nice, and really enjoyed it. Nice a red ale. I don't know if we have too many people pick red ales. I like that. Yeah. I had that yeah. one recently. It's really good. Yeah. Nice. Um, all right. So, why don't we get on to the black glass drinking, the blind drinking? Okay. Oh man. Um, currently, I think we all put down at least one. Uh, we have glass yep. of bearded owl. I had the Dunkelweizen, which. If it's on tap, I'm like like Nick always said. He had no idea it would end up being a favorite, but it's one of mine. It is very good. Yeah. And you guys had the a couple of the IPAs. 
Yeah, yep. the crush a lot. Same. Yep, and I had uh, another New England pale ale, uh, the San Junipero. Okay, all right, nice. I think I've had, well, I know I have not had this crush a lot, but the San Junipero it's, I think I had. Okay. Yeah, wonderful. Okay, all right. so um, what we like to do with this, and all it does is it kind of takes your senses away. I've poured, I know what it is, um, but give us an idea of what you think about it. You don't have to pick out anything in particular. You don't have to guess what it is. If you think you know, like, hey, this is a lager or this is an IPA, it's got qualities of this, I can smell these flavors, etc. That's kind of what we do. Uh, there's no grading system here. No one's going to fail or um, uh, win. There's no winners or losers. It's just kind of tasting a beer in a different way where all your senses are sort of down to just the taste and the smell. You can't see it. Have you tasted it? I haven't yet. Okay. I just, didn't know just did. smelling it. I'm curious. Uh, I'm curious just off what you guys think of on the on the nose. What do you guys smell? I mean, it smells like super sweet. That's what I'm getting. So I would, I would agree. There's like, uh, I to can't me, tell. It's almost peanut buttery, but I but maybe not. I to can't. me, there's a, a distinct uh, nose to it, but I've been yes. known to be wrong. But uh, there, to me, there's one thing that really jumps out on the nose. What and is I, it? And I would say uh, vanilla. Vanilla. Oh yes. Yeah, I was wrong. I feel like well, this but that's could, the sweetness. I feel like yeah. this could also be barrel aged. It, I, I get a hint of like the bourbon type smell to it. Yeah, and whenever they add vanilla to it, it's just like it kind of kicks that barrel presence yeah. even higher because most, I think most bourbon. Well, of course, if it's bourbon barrel aged, of course you're thinking sure. of new American oak, and that's going to have a lot of vanilla in it. But I definitely get, uh, I definitely get vanilla on the nose, and I just tried it. Um, great mouth feel uh so i would it's definitely um i would say it's a <laughs> high abv um, no. <laughs> no yeah no way yeah, i'm gonna go with uh i'm gonna go with the stout is gonna be my pick uh, uh i'm gonna say a vanilla adjunct stout yeah non-barrel aged non-barrel he's going non-barrel aged but yeah you definitely are going north of like eight here on this one yeah north yeah. of eight percent well, that's why I didn't pour huge pours of this. You know, uh, if you want more, that's fine. Sure. <laughs> it's but really good. I mean, I love it's so smooth. Very smooth. Like it's really, really smooth. Definitely vanilla, and I'm gonna go stout as well. But I think it's barrel aged. Okay. It sounds okay. yeah. It's it's thick. I, it is. You know, uh, these black glasses, you can't see the the lacing on the glass. I would love to yeah to swirl this and see the how nice it's hanging. Legs. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, I mean this. Because I know what it is, it, it does remind me a lot of the beers that are made by this brewery. Yes. Um, I was thinking that, too. You, sometimes you'll get this footprint of certain breweries and how their beers taste. And it's probably just, you know, hindsight knowing what this is. But I could just totally taste the, um, the brewery's footprint on this because I've had a few of their stouts. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is a stout. So yeah. It kind of tastes like the recent... Uh, Oh, gosh, I'm forgetting the name. What was the oh, uh, two-year uh, anniversary? Oh, annulment? annulment. It tastes like annulment with the, more vanilla to sure. me. That's the chocolate and vanilla and I can't remember what the third thing was. Yeah. Are you guys ready? Sure. I'm ready. So this is from Modern Times, which is out in San Diego. Okay. Cool. Uh, a friend of mine who is in Houston, Texas, sent me, uh, he had to send me a beer package because when my Nationals beat his Houston's, oh. and mind you, they baseball were bet. cheating. It was a baseball <laughs> bat, but this was included. <laughs> He'll like that. Um, this was included in it. So Modern Times is out in San Diego. This is Bruton's celebration of their sixth anniversary. Yes, Mark? Oh, I was just going to tap on my microphone to oh, give you a signal. Okay. <laughs> Change up. 
Yeah. It is an 11% beer. It's an imperial stout with cocoa, vanilla, okay. coconut, and macadamia nuts. So wow. perhaps your peanut butter-ish ma- yeah. nose is the nuts. Right. But yeah. I also like the uh, idea of the macadamia nuts since I was just out in uh, Hawaii where macadamia nuts are a dime a dozen. So yeah. a nice big imperial stout from them at modern times. Now that you what say it's... What was the ABV mac- on that? Like 11%. 11%. And it is bourbon barrel aged. Wow. Okay. Hey. Hold on. No, 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 no. Wait. Never oh. mind. Never mind. Come on. What's no, it, gonna it be? wasn't. Imperial Stout with cocoa, Boom. vanilla, coconut, and macadamia sure. nuts. But I think Good that call. that heavy vanilla you really get. Yeah. Um, it's called Reality Maze. Reality Maze. Wow. Modern times, uh, they're expanding as well. Uh, they're based out of San Diego, but they, yep. they're building uh, tap houses up and down the West Coast. I was actually really? out in... Uh, Portland to celebrate to celebrate my birthday in uh, in October, and they had a Modern Times tap in Portland as well. Hmm. So yeah, and and another thing that they do really well is coffee. So if you go in there, maybe it's early in the day, and you want to start off with one of their roasted beans. They roast all of their own beans. Um, yeah. So it's a it's a cool place. It's a really cool place. So Evan, how did you first find out about this brewery? The I think basically through kind of trade groups but when i when yeah. i went out to san diego once um you know it's on the list the top of the list of places For to sure. go so i took my wife and uh my friend and his wife there and my wife was super happy because she could have a cup of coffee right and they actually <laughs> sure. had right. like their own homemade seltzer not like hard seltzer right. but you know i think grapefruit um fruited uh tap water or, or uh, spritzy water which you know can please a lot of people but they've got good lagers they've got good ipas yeah. they've got good stouts I was going to say, these guys, you know, we're obviously having the stout right now, and they're known for their big monster stouts that they have. Hmm. But, uh, you know, when my wife was there, she's a big uh, New England style, that hazy yeah. IPA yep. fan, and they do those very well. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's one of those, if you go out to San Diego, which there's a plethora of San Diego breweries that are amazing, mm-hmm. this is one you should definitely go to. We were talking about that on a podcast a while back. I. Obviously, there's the one in Portland as well. Right. Were you and Ryan talking about another one that had opened up somewhere else in California? Maybe you might have Northern California, perhaps. Okay, yeah, but it's a it's a must stop. It's a yeah. must stop. And you know, now here in Illinois, when you got the uh, uh, legal marijuana, of course, there's a lot of legal marijuana <laughs> joints right next to uh, Modern Times, if that's your thing. And in Portland as well. Yes. <laughs> I guess and in Portland as well. That's why you guys were out there, right? I'm sure, yeah. I've got glaucoma. <laughs> All right. This so, is really good. I like it. Yeah, I think it. Um, you can always trust some of their stouts. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we've had a couple of theirs on before that Ryan has had. but um, And even their, their IPAs, their New England IPAs, are really good. Yeah. Um, so... Mark's going to do another one here pretty soon. Sure. Uh, Mark, how was the second year anniversary party here at Bearded Owl? Because I wasn't able to be here, but sure. you were. Yeah, it was. Uh, I thought they had a great turnout. Uh, it was pretty cool. They did some unique things. They had a, a, a local T-shirt company that was. They were printing screen printing T-shirts on site. So you picked out the color shirt you wanted, what logo you wanted, uh, what ink color you wanted, and they screen printed it put it through the uh i guess the t-shirt oven because i remember joking t-shirt. with the guy that i wanted to <laughs> yeah. i wanted to run my uh, my uh you know pork sandwich through there to warm it up there you go but um so that was pretty cool uh obviously that was the release of all of their uh bourbon barrel aged uh beers that they've been working on um but 
the place I was here fairly early just because I had some things going on later in the in the evening but I was here probably from one to three o'clock and and it was really starting to fill up uh, as the day progressed so I'm sure at night it uh, was just slammed in here but uh, just a really good time uh, you know I was able to talk to to Nick and Josh and, and, and some of the people that uh, make this place happen. And it was just a fun time to hang out. Uh, and it seemed like everyone was having a great time. And they had, uh, I think, don't hold me to this, but four four beers that were released. I yeah, believe I think you're did. right. Yeah. They did the, uh, the Einer, which is their um, uh, Norwegian farmhouse. Yep. Uh, they did uh, uh, barrel-aged war. Orphan, Orphan, which, which is their barley, barley wine, wine. Yep. and then they did uh, annulment, which was their uh, barrel aged, and then they did a, a, a variant of annulment. Um, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. What was in that one? I'm, I'd have to go back. There and were look. three you things. Were, it was chocolate, vanilla, and I don't cinnamon. remember. What the, the, I think it cinnamon. Was. I think it was cinnamon. Did you guys okay. make it? Sure. Yeah, we, we were here from like we got here around three, so we might have made it in right after you. But okay. yeah, we here we we're here for about an hour, hour yeah. and a half, and then I had to go to a different Christmas party, so. Um, but we hung out, got a couple bottles while we were here. The other cool thing was uh, uh, actually Nick had his smoker going out back. Oh, and, nice. and so they were selling uh, <laughs> uh, uh, pork, uh, pulled, you know, barbecued smoked pulled pork sandwiches. And they had some mac and cheese and beans. I mean, so, you know, being the provisions guy here. For sure. I, I, love, yeah. <laughs> I love mixing good craft beer with good uh, comfort foods. So, yeah. so yeah. did you get some of that? Absolutely, I did. Yeah. <laughs> Was it smoked mac and cheese? I don't believe so. Uh, the only thing being smoked was the the, the pork. pork. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I know someone like you would smoke just about anything. That's true. In your smoker, so. <laughs> in your smoker, I said. Okay. In your smoker. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Let's clarify here. Um, so why don't we talk a little bit about your guys' podcast? I know that you know making it through the three episodes that you have, talking to guys like Travis Mullenbrink. Uh, remind me of the Dream Center. Uh, Andy King is his name. Andy King, and then Nick. Um, definitely more human interest piece. I, I always say that, you know, I joke in ahead of time, like, I don't know how much of ours are human interest pieces as they are, just like us hanging out. But right. it's good to get to know the people on a more human and personal level. Um, you know, we've known Nick since he's opened up this place. Right. But it provides guys like you who, um, you know, and other people who aren't from the area to get to know some of the, the movers and shakers here. Yeah. I mean, our biggest thing, uh, and Alex can you know share a little bit more about like why we started it, but we just felt like there's not a good way to like capture the culture of Peoria, Illinois, uh, like, and, and a lot of the the ways that people try to do that just like aren't interesting to to me. I, I don't know, like there's some sure. other uh, like podcasts and things like that in the area, and they're just a little more old school, and so we just kind of wanted to create something where we like are are really like story focused, and just kind of talk to people throughout the area who are influencing the culture here. Uh, grab a coffee or a beer uh, with them and just kind of hear their story, ask them, you know, why they do what they do, uh, what it is that they do for the area and all those things. So, Yeah, we kind of got the idea for the podcast, just neither of us from being from the area. And as we we found out about places like this, even um, from other people or just stumbling upon it, we're like, man, we would have never known that the Bearded Owl was right here if we didn't stumble upon it. So we just wanted to kind of provide that information to other people and and also just get to spend time hanging out and meeting new people especially people who are involved yeah. in the community and doing things here in peoria it's been really cool like it's been so fun i think it i think it's such an exciting time in peoria too i i feel like yeah the, lots of growth this uh the boom of the warehouse district mm-hmm. is in uh in the upward swing right now and yeah. so i i 
as a you know someone that's been in this area quite a while i'm very excited for what it this it's needed this and and now it's finally happening right and so i you know i think you guys are going to have a lot of content for a long time (laughs) yeah yeah and you know i'm also kind of a transplant and mark you're you're and and ryan as well are you know people who've grown up here they kind of know what this place has been like for all your life i've been here now for six and a half years so i'm getting a much more feel of the wet the land um how did you guys like find out specifically about bearded out was it just word of mouth was it just like hey that place looks cool that's a good question i don't honestly know i think maybe you introduced me alex to be honest okay i found out about it from a friend and i was actually we i was with a friend right across the street over at time and it was yeah. my first time there and i kind of saw that first place. time at time first time at yes. time yeah. there you go <laughs> yeah <laughs> and we kind of like walking through the parking lot and i was like what's that place across the street and they were like oh that's the bearded owl you know i was just there the other night and so i was like all right that's some place i need to stop in and check out so that was you saw those silver like stainless steel tanks yes. it just kind of yeah. drew your eye <laughs> and pulled you it. in yeah yeah <laughs> I, I know i've got that feeling for stainless steel yep. yeah <laughs> <laughs> i knew i'd make you laugh on that. <laughs> But I, you know, I just think this whole area, like uh, I was down here last week with a couple of my buddies. Uh, we came here, uh, we, we, we had a one or two drinks here and then we decided to uh, head next door to 8-Bit. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you can just get lost in that place because like, <laughs> sure. you know, we're, we're, hours. we're, we're all in that era <laughs> of like growing up with video games. Right. And so it's like reliving our youth, uh, you know, you grab a, grab a great beer and we're playing NFL Blitz in the back mm. or, oh. or whatever. And it's. It, NBA you know, Jam. Yeah, they've got it all. I mean, they've got so many games there. So we I, just, I just did love this, this recently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I NFL love Blitz specifically, and Austin oh. beat me pretty badly for the first did time, I? and I was not happy about it. Yeah. But it's so cool, and I just I I love what they're doing with this area. Um, I hope to see more retail, more restaurants, more bars. Uh, it's just I, I want this. I want Peoria to be a place of. Uh, uh, a destination place for yeah. people to come and there's been great things like over in east peoria with bass pro coming and some mm-hmm. of that 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 draws people here right uh but i want i want peoria to continue this because i i feel like there's a lot of cities that have kind of ahead of the game from where peoria is but um i really think like great things are happening in the heights yeah down yep. here in the warehouse district and i'm just i'm super excited to see what the next 10 years brings in this area yeah yeah and like for instance i had recently right before the holiday gone out with some friends and we came down to like the Casa de Arte. Mm-hmm. They say that right. The taco yeah. place. And they, yeah. it's like an art venue, great tacos. And then we went and axed through after that. And all of those places didn't exist right. when I first moved here. Sure. And it was an awesome night. We had a ton of fun with a group of people that in places you know, weren't available four or five years ago. Right. Even, and that even is just booming. two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. I think the cool thing that we've heard from like some of the people who've listened to the, our podcast is, and I don't know if all your listeners you know, would know this, but there's like a lot of negative about Peoria um, just like over the past few years. And so I think it's kind of refreshing for us to kind of sure. add a new voice of just like, we're not focusing on any of like the problems that we have as a city. Like right. we're just sharing stories. And so it's kind of just refreshing to the people who live here just to like, yeah, just focus on the positive of what, what's happening here. Right. Every, every city has their problems and, yeah. and, Peoria has their fair share of them, and we know those. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just exciting to, to put that positive spin on it. So uh, congrats to you guys for, uh, you know, taking a positive spin and, uh, you know, promoting Peoria. 
So you guys didn't grow up in the same place. Alex, you said you're from Minnesota and you're from normal. Correct. As my kids like to say normals. <laughs> our baby our babysitters from normal, they always say normals. I was like, oh, and so by funny. the way, speaking of that, like when I was out in Hawaii, every single Hawaiian or every single person that lives out there kept saying, Oh, you're from Illinois. Oh yeah. It's like really I cannot handle this anymore. <laughs> Why do you think that is? Like I have no idea. Interesting. I'm like you you put forth to me all these vowels that I have to say with all right, of your words, right. and you can't say Illinois. Come on. Um, but uh, so, how did you guys meet? Longtime friends? Uh, no, here I'm, randomly. I've known Austin for a couple of years, and we actually met here through our church group. But mm-hmm. um, become really good friends over the last couple of years, and and lots of hangouts and just for sure common interests, which has been really cool. But um, I originally moved down here. Uh, my wife and I lived in Chicago for a couple years before that because that's where we went to college. But um, we were both kind of fresh out of college looking for jobs. And uh, my wife got a teaching job down here. And so I just kind of transplanted with her and cool. was like figuring out what was going on. So yeah, we met a couple years ago and then we just started like drinking beer and uh, smoking cigars together. And that from there, yeah. it was just like, oh, we're just friends now. So yeah. it's, it's been cool. It's been fun. That, that might be a nice segue to uh, provisions of the week. <laughs> there we go. Mark, do you have some cigar that you want to share? Um, <laughs> Maybe we should just go into that. That's a nice dovetail. I, You're well, welcome. That wasn't yeah. my provision of the week, but I did have a nice uh, Monte Cristo white label the other day, which is a nice wow. uh, kind of a, more of a medium to mild, uh, kind of one that you'd want more during the day with a cup of coffee, something like that, mm. versus like your your heavy hitters that I would prefer to have with a, a stiff drink as a nightcap. Yeah. So it was just a, a nice uh, uh, change up from what I, because I tend to go towards the bolder cigars. Yeah. But um, but my provision of the week yes. was, so for, for Christmas, my wife got me... Uh, this attachment for our KitchenAid mixer, and it's actually this. Oh, um, yeah. meat, I saw pictures of this meat grinder. <laughs> really? So I got this meat grinder, and, and this guy is the true provisions man. <laughs> this is fascinating. And, wow. uh, I also got a. So okay, this is a, I'll make this a two-part thing. So there's the provision, which was I, I had some. Um, uh, I split a, a cow with a with a colleague for for beef, you know. Uh, <laughs> that we, yeah. You know, yep. get your steaks yeah. and everything. Yep, yep, yep. So hey, this is the Midwest. So yep. uh, I know all about fr- that fr- from a locker. We split a cow, and so but obviously we we use all the good cuts and everything for steak, and then like you have your your uh, ground beef and everything else. But then there I've, there's a handful of cuts that I wasn't really using that much, like round steak and uh, some of the some of the the roast that were I just noticed that we weren't using them as frequently and so I decided to uh, grind these all up and I made uh, steak burgers uh, oh, wow. and, and seasoned them up and then added some uh, some cheeses in there as well like some pepper jack stuff like that and ground that all up and then last oh. night I I fried those up on a cast iron skillet <laughs> and uh, the kids loved them everybody was That's happy, awesome so. but the uh, the second part of that was it came I also got the sausage stuffer uh, <laughs> uh, adapter the, the, for oh, there's an attachment for that too. Yes. And I tell you what, I have a new appreciation for sausages because I tried that, and <laughs> you know, tough. there's a there's definitely a, a learning curve to that. I, I'm gonna have to work on my sausage uh, stuffing. <laughs> and then you need to like, <laughs> you have a good place. <laughs> 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 cut. Sausage yeah, let's just <laughs> cut. 
You need to pull that quote out and just like. <laughs> no, 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 no. We've got plenty of good Mark quotes. It's, it's live. It's live. That perpetuates. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to use that one. And I don't have as many. Oh, so man. this is like two or three for Mark. Oh, wow. That's a good oh, one. Um, <laughs> so, wait, serious question. What were you trying to stuff it with, like, when you first tried? Uh, well, like, I, I just got some uh, – I had I had pork, and I was grinding that up, and I was adding seasoning to it, and I was just making uh, homemade bre- breakfast sausages. Okay, okay. So, um, and, you know, you get, like, a, a natural casing. I, I bought it at, like, a local store. And, yep. But, I mean, there's a serious skill to, like, as, as it's coming out, you've got to, like, twist these things and, like, <laughs> keep the pace going. It, it was tough, so – None of mine were very uniform in like size or shape, so um, but they tasted great. So it, that's what matters. It'll be fun. But it, like I, I look forward to like the summer making like homemade brats and yeah, you know you could and sky's the limit. Whatever you can think to put in it, you know if you want to put cheese, if you want to put whatever you can. So the next um, provisions meat episode will be at your house again. Yeah, I'm, I'm game. So I mean, like seriously, we can watch limit. Mark we stuff his sausage, <laughs> sausage <laughs> stuffing <laughs> competition. <laughs> This Just is kidding. an episode. It'll be it'll be your most popular episode for it, sure. It better be <laughs> for Mark's sake. Oh boy. Um, I don't. I mean, like, how do we follow that up with a provision? I don't know. I'm, I don't I'm, know. I'm, I'd like to quit. The, I yeah. would like to quit. I've got the meat sweats, and we're not even eating meat. <laughs> um, what I think we should do is take a little time out. Let's wash our glasses out, and okay. then Mark's going to present his uh, stumper of a beer, and we'll kind of finish out with conversations with uh, Alex and Austin of the People of Puree Podcast. Sounds good. This is Neil Fisher from Wellworks Brewing Company, and you're listening to the Pints and Provisions podcast. I don't know if I was supposed to yet, but I already smelled this. And yeah. It's All right. very different. Yeah. Very different we're back. Um, we got our uh, glasses washed out. Yep. So oh, we're ready to start anew. Mark has got his, uh, his um, a teaser here. We're going to find out if we can kind of pin this down. I'm gonna be honest. I'm getting nothing on the nose. I'm I'm a little nervous I about get, this one. <laughs> I get like flowers. I get like herbal kind of floral yeah, quality. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna be honest. I think some of that smells like the cup from when she washed. Oh, it. did she wash it with oh. soap? Crap. It, okay, it, I want. I, I kind of wanted the cup that, smelled but. like the cup smelled like this before I poured anything <laughs> in it because I smelled the cup. Okay, it's like oh, this is a nice saison. It's <laughs> got a floral, floral. quality. <laughs> Smells like yeah. Yep, actually, that's perfumey. Do, do that's not, like do not trust the nose at all because it's the it's the um, the cleaner. Yeah, okay, so okay. you mean like it can't smell like grandma's bathroom kind of smell? <laughs> that's that's what this, is po- this is liquid. This is liquid potpourri. Potpourri smell. <laughs> yeah, mine smells like soap. I'm, so oh, sorry. that's totally different. Yeah, it is definitely mean. a sour. It definitely it definitely uh, you can you can you can taste it, but uh, you can't smell it. I get a like a bubble gum. Kind of, yeah. kind of like a juicy fruit bubblegum kind of quality. Sits on your tongue for a long, long while. Gosh, <laughs> it's like honestly, it's like having the popcorn machine nearby. It's like, no, not everything needs to smell like popcorn. <laughs> it's not a super tart. It's got a nice tart quality, but it's not yeah. like a side project tart. Yeah, yeah. It just like it, makes your mouth pucker. It's not, it's not pucker, but uh, yeah, there is there is some tartness to it. Yeah, yeah. So it's definitely it's you know it's I think it's it's definitely a Brett fermented if not spontaneous. Sometimes the spontaneous fermented beers are a little bit softer, and the true like Brett like crazy Brett fermented or Brett pitched. Uh, Brett pitched tends to have a lot more tart quality, but the spontaneous can have a lot more subtle quality. But mm. I think it still has like a Brett 
Brett flavor to it. Are you guys picking up? Uh, uh, I'm looking for a certain flavor here. There's something very unique to this beer. I'm trying to pick it out here. It's pretty dry, so it's you it know is. it's 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 a very you know fully fermented beer. It's not a lot okay. of residual sweetness. Here, do this for me. When you drink do it, this. put some in your mouth and pull the glass away, and then then taste it without the, your nose in the glass. Because don't let the don't let the soap. Uh, Gosh, that is bad. That soap. Yeah. I think you can pick more of it up if you you pull that glass away. It's it's like a, I have an idea. <laughs> he's thinking about it. I know. Alex is bird dogging this thing. <laughs> I don't want to guess. I'm just like yeah. Oh, there's no there's no wrong answer. <laughs> Again, I think it's got a like a bubblegum quality. So I'm thinking more of a tropical fruit. Okay. Um, okay. It has that it kind of pulpy tropical. Um, I'll give you a hint. I'm looking for a fruit. No. No way. (laughs) Pineapple? You guys ready? Yeah. Yep. I'm glad I didn't guess. (laughs) We have from Weldworks. Oh, uh, nice. Blueberry pie. It's a really. It's a Berliner Weiss. Berliner Weiss. Yes. So. Huh. um, Yeah, from Weldworks out of. uh, I was uh, about to guess watermelon. I just wanted you to know. (laughs) That's that creaminess you get from the lactose. Sure. So I mean. out of Greeley, Colorado, um, hmm. just a, a fantastic, uh, in my opinion, one of the best uh, in the game right now. Yeah. Uh, they they're producing world class uh, IPAs, IPAs. Uh, a huge monster uh, barrel aged, thick, so delicious the, stouts, yep. um, and yeah, I, and they and they do very well with some of these uh, fruited series beers as well. Mm-hmm. So, but blueberry pie. And Weldworks is fully they they fully lean into the adjunct, so okay. their whole thing is to like, what can we adjunct with? Uh, mm-hmm. Bomb pops, yeah. Can we adjunct like make something taste like a pie? Yeah. Uh, they have some proprietary um, holds on some certain kind of hops, like uh, I think it's Loris hops that only they can get. And their wow. Double Dry Hop Juicy Bit series and Double Dry Hop beers are fantastic. And their uh, Stout series is called Media Noche, which mm. Neil Fisher there at Weldworks is a master of, like, knowing barrels, knowing how to brew a stout. It takes them 36 hours to yeah, make the Media Noche. Huge, huge boil process. Huge so boil you process. You get these super thick, like, almost chewable stouts mm-hmm. that are just delicious. Yeah. Wow. And Weldworks Invitational is coming up in... June, mm-hmm. um, and you want to get tickets. They go on sale February eighth, so t- a week from Saturday. Uh, it is, I think, last year it was ranked as the best beer invitational in the country, or one of the best. Yeah. Um, It'll be hopping. It, it's held in Greeley, Colorado. I'm Ryan, and I are going to try and get tickets. We'll see how well we can do. Yeah. Have you ever been? Never been. I've, Mark I've, has been to the brewery. I've been to the brewery, but okay. not to the invitational. So. Yeah. Okay. Uh, just uh, it's kind of funny because Greeley is kind of a Call it home I, of uh, uh, Northern University Colorado. Northern Colorado, but kind of a I don't know, sleepy don't, town. Don't take offense to this, uh, Greeley, but kind of a <laughs> sleepy college town. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, a great facility, uh, beautiful. They redid like an old building. Um, 
Food-wise, they had uh, food trucks outside. I think they have rotating food trucks, different, mm-hmm. so they kind of keep it. So they can focus on the brewing. Right, and, I mean, you want to talk about uh, options. They had, I mean, my brother and I sat there for a while, and, I mean, we just had uh, flight after flight for a while. Wow. You know, it's like if, if you love hazy IPAs, they got your hazy IPAs. If you want, if you want stouts, they got stouts. If you want some of this fruited uh you know all these one-offs that they do that are just fantastic they 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 can do it all i would put them in kind of a and that's a very we've talked about this before it's kind of a very unique quality because a lot of breweries like they tend to do something very well and other things just okay but then there sometimes there's just certain breweries that um they can do it all and they can do it all very well Mm -hmm. Uh, the other one that comes to mind is side project nothing they make is bad right so i mean they're when, when I say world-class, I, I mean that wholeheartedly. They are a world-class brewer, in my opinion. Yep. Yep. And brewing with Neil Fisher, Fisher was a... Um, That's cool. It was a, uh, uh, definitely a, um, um, a dream of mine, and I got to do that in June up at the Craft Beer and Brewing Magazine Brewers Retreat. Wow. So I brewed with Neil Fisher, and he is like the most down-to-earth, caring, giving individual, a lot of proceeds of the Weld Works Invitational go to charities in his mm. local area, so they're very involved in the community. So Neil, um, Neil actually did an intro for Pints and Provisions. Yeah, he did. did I he got really? yeah, one of those awesome. bottle share nights at the retreat. I was like, <laughs> Neil, would you mind doing He did it. It sounds that's pretty awesome. good. He's I mean, got, that's awesome. That, and that he has totally a, a voice for radio, like this deep, booming voice. He, yeah. has a, he has a voice for radio like I have a face for radio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, that just kind of goes to show like um, that that beer community uh just like no one's too good for anything it's like yeah i'll do that that's cool yeah we're all we're all friends here so yeah yeah it's awesome so everybody got another drink from the bar correct um awesome what are you drinking i'm drinking the peanut butter porter i think it's called butter from another mother (laughs) (laughs) there we go it like doesn't feel uh, it's hard to say that but (laughs) you got it (laughs) flows off the tongue just perfect (laughs) it's really good uh, I went with the uh, honey lager. Yeah, a lager, nice lager, and yeah, they've been doing a couple lagers here and there, so that's good to see. Yep. Alex, how about you? Yeah, I went with Mama Stoot, which is a Mexican cake stuff that they did with the Fox. Um, yes. Uh, Fox Brew Pub. So I so think that, Nick was really, uh, really proud of that one. Is that the one that has? Um, does that have ancho, ancho. And, and cinnamon? Maybe. Yeah. Yep. Or just yeah, ancho. like your mole yep. stout. Yeah. And okay. I got the crush a lot, which is wonderful. Um, that was fun. Thanks for thanks for doing that. Well, we can't really follow up any provision of the week after yours, but uh, I thought Alex said maybe he still wanted to share his. Yeah, I mine was similar to what you were doing. I wasn't making it though. My friend uh, gave me a whole bunch of deer venison uh, sticks and steaks and all that kind of stuff. So nice. I've been going oh, through nice. that. So shout out to James who uh, gave me like spicy and barbecue and cheese. He he oh, hooked wow. me up big time. So my <laughs> fridge is full of that stuff right now. That's awesome when you got friends that hook you up with that stuff. Yeah, it's a good time of year to be stocking up on that kind of stuff. Right. It's it yeah. really cold and bleak. Yep. Did you have one you wanted to share, Austin? Well, does a bourbon count as Absolutely. a... Absolutely. We'll, okay. we'll take it, yeah. <laughs> so for so during like over the, the Christmas season, uh, my in-laws got me this uh, bourbon advent calendar, oh. which was like the, the best gift ever because it was just like 24 <laughs> days of free bourbon for me. <laughs> so, <laughs> But there was one in there that I really, really liked. It was uh, called Few, F-E-W. Um, and I think it's a uh, distillery. Semi-lo- it's in Illinois that's somewhere. Illinois, yeah. yeah. Is it like Correct. Evansville or something? I 
think it's in the Chicagoland area, yeah. right? That so, sounds yeah. right. That sounds right. But anyways, it's like a new favorite of mine. Uh, so I went and bought a bottle of it and have been drinking it this week. So it's really, really good. Really yeah. good. Yeah, I know that. Um, I will, I, again, I don't mean to continue to bring up Hawaii, <laughs> but you Just guys dealt with in. this, Dude, the I'll, snow I'll be, and I'll everything. Be, I'll be honest. If I went to Hawaii, I'd be talking about it. So, <laughs> um, a, a, a local delicacy, I should say, or a, like a, actually it's a pretty common, uh, 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 dish is poke. Oh man. Yeah. Um, and there's this fish market just outside of where we were, which is in Kaloa, which is near Poipu. Um, it's called the Kaloa fish market and you can go in there. You can get Korean poke, mm. Maui onion. So I got the Maui onion poke. Mm. And it's basically just raw ahi tuna mixed with this was Maui onion and soy sauce and ginger. Uh, it was fantastic. They had wasabi. They had avocado that poke. Amazing. And this place is just like, and you know it's good when you see the construction workers from the hotel yeah. come over and line up to get it for lunch. Absolutely. And it was like sure. five bucks for a half pound of poke. And you just like people are crushing it. Absolutely. That's actually one of my favorite things to do anywhere that I go. I don't ask for like, hey, what's the most popular restaurant? I ask, where do the locals go? Right. Yeah. That's that's where I want. Like, if, sure. especially if it's somewhere with, uh, like, on the coast with seafood. It's like I don't need the uh, I don't need the fancy restaurant. Yeah. I want I want the place that has the fresh food, uh, seafood that just came off the boat. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. So. And I you know, I stayed away from any beef products out there because living in the Midwest, we all know beef well. Right. Um, and I'm not saying that they don't know beef well because that's gonna please a lot of people but when sure. you're out there you want the fresh fish absolutely yeah. yep yeah and extra credit to anybody who can you know pronounce the like uh, uh state fish uh, of hawaii it has like it's like a mile long name can you yeah humu humu nuku nuku apua'a Hey. I've worked on it. I've worked right? on it. It's humu humu nuku nuku apua. I wouldn't know to correct that. Yep. It, don't worry. There's a lot of vowels in there, <laughs> so just like, like I said. What does that fish look like? like Poppy, uh, I don't know, but it's pretty good. It's light. Okay. It's kind of a flaky white fish. But, yeah. you know, the fish out there, and I never had a bad piece of pineapple. Yeah. Like anywhere you went, like pineapple is oh. abundant and plentiful and sweet, and it's just perfect. Mm. Every single what, piece what, of it. What other beers? Other. I mean, I know you talked about... Um, uh, you can get Kona, Kona, okay. Kona Brewing out there very mm-hmm. easily. That's owned by AB and Bev, so what, but they still. Is there anybody else out there like on a more of a smaller scale? Um, there were two breweries on Kauai. One was called Kauai Island uh, Brewing Company. We went there, but not intelligently. We rolled in when like the Niners and the Packers were playing, and I of course, you. like this is like, let's see. Two o'clock on Sunday sure. out You're just there. Not thinking that, you know, not island sure. time. Right. And everyone out there, of course, are 49ers fans because that's the closest pro team. Yeah, yep. it's, it's their East And we Coast couldn't team. get a seat. Yeah. And like with my kids, I'm like, <laughs> forget it. Like, we're going to go. So I didn't actually have anything. Hmm. There was one in Lahui, which is where the airport is, called the Kauai Beer Company. Um, I did have a small taster because I wanted a crowler or something to take home, but they only did glass growlers right. and I didn't want to buy a glass growler then yeah. to end up not taking home so right. it was just their like Hellas lager okay. it was fine it was, it was a good Hellas lager I probably could have had a couple more but um, the moment, mainly it was just at the resort I had old fashions out there and they were terrible uh, they do not know how to make an old fashioned <laughs> out there I'm just going to say that um, they know how to make fruity island drinks and they know sure, yeah. how to brew beer that's, that's kind of what I'd expect yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. So what was bad about the old fashions? Uh, it, 
the bourbon was fine because it's obviously yeah. not a bourbon problem, but it was the way that they made them. I don't know if they put too much. I feel like everything I had out there was just sweet, sugar sweet. You know, yeah. everything has like pineapple and guava and, you know, sweet, sweet, sweet up the up the wazoo. For but sure. I think that it was probably just a little too much simple syrup. And yeah. I just kind of swore off of them. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever, I'll have a beer. I know what I'm getting. Right. <laughs> so, but... Um, my wife, my wife liked uh, the Mai Tais and everything. And the, sure. the, kids, the kids were all in the pog juice, passion fruit, orange guava. Wow. But they can it all. Um, Stone Brewing Company has made a pog IPA. They call it a pog IPA, but it's okay. passion, orange fruit, guava. Hmm. Um, but it is like the fruitiest, sweetest like, juice you could ever, ever drink. And so no wonder my kids loved it. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Um, well, thanks, guys. Yeah, I think that about wraps it up. We we uh, appreciate the time that you guys spend here. We appreciate uh, um, doing what you're doing, getting out there, getting some, um, like I said, movers and shakers of Peoria, the people that we want to hear from, Absolutely. getting to know the local area, especially for even me still being here six years. Yeah. Um, getting to know some of these people. We know Nick, but we, we, we can learn a lot from the other guys, too. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks so, for having us. Um, last, what we're going to do is you guys quickly do, we said a six-pack. Why don't we shorten it up to a four-pack? Okay. That way, give them enough time. Favorite, like, if you were deserted on Hawaii Island. There we go. And you had nothing else uh, else to drink uh, but these either four styles or four particular beers. Wow. Just, uh, just we are answering? You guys have already Absolutely. answered this on past episodes. Yeah, we have. Oh, gosh. So, uh, so it can either be a style or... Uh, if you know, like, an actual beer that is, like, For your sure. go-to, yeah. that's fine as well. Yeah. I mean, I'd probably go... I'd, I, porters are my favorite type of beer. So okay. I'd probably... i get one porter in there for sure. Maybe even two. Uh, one for sure. Uh, I'd probably go with a uh, West Coast-style IPA. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, Don't shy away from that bitterness. Yeah. Yeah, that's what... They're better. Those are better, uh, in my opinion. But um, then we... I don't know. I'm a... F- I'm feeling like a brown ale. I know that's not like a, a popular one to go go with. I but, love uh, a good brown ale. Yeah, I mean, yeah. just a, a nice one. We had, what's, is it Newcastle yep. you have? That's yep. a good one. Um, and then, oh man, for the last one, probably go darker than a porter. Uh, get a stout in there as well. Yep. I'm a fan of the darker so beer. Got, so. so we got a stout, a porter, a West Coast IPA, and, and a, a brown, brown ale. ale. Yeah. That's nice. a solid four pack. All right, Alex. Well, for mine, a lot of them. So this last year, I was at a work trip over in uh, Belgium. So I spent two weeks there. Oh. And so I tried uh, my fair share of beers. I think I was around 40 beers while I was there. I tried to try <laughs> something new every time. Perfect. Um, That's awesome. So I had to look this one up because it's got quite the lengthy name, but it's called the Inglorious Quad Whiskey Barrel Aged Batch Number One, the Belgian <laughs> Owl. It's that from is a It's Inglorious Brew Stars. It's a Belgian quad. So that was that was uh, one of my favorite and strongest beers I had when I was there. And the Belgians like to the make them strong. They right. usually do yeah. seven cool. or eight or above. Right. Um, one of my favorite other beers that I've had recently was uh, Bat Squatch from Rogue. I was going to uh, say that. Hazy yeah, IPA. One. That was a good fall beer. I really enjoyed that. That kind of got me on a hazy kick for a while. Okay. Um, always, always good with stouts. Uh, so, I don't know any any other stout um, for number three, and then uh, number four. Uh, I've really been into um, 
So being from Minnesota, I really like Surly, of course. So yeah. that's one nice. of my favorite things. Can't so go wrong there. They have a really good uh, coffee uh, stout. I'm trying to remember the name of it, but they're called Bender in the name. Coffee Bender, that's the Coffee name of it. Coffee Bender, and so that's mm. that's one of my good go-to beers, especially if I'm gonna have something yeah. in the early hours. That's a that's a solid starter for the day. Actually, I had a, a beer from Surly <laughs> as well. The other day. Uh, <laughs> you get it both. Was, it was thir- thirteen. Was the beer name? It yeah, was their, you put a picture of that. It was their uh, bourbon barrel aged. Uh, I think it was a, a kind of a. A breakfast stout, so it was maple and coffee, I believe, and it was fantastic. Nice. Um, so where can we get you guys on the socials? On um, the socials. So you can find us on Instagram at the people is it at people of Peoria Podcast. I, yes, I knew that. <laughs> no the on minus that one. the the at the beginning. <laughs> we ran and out then, of characters actually for Instagram yeah, to have a cap, so and then on Facebook at the People of Peoria Podcast. So especially if you're in the area, definitely check us out. It's it's for been sure. fun. Yep, we're also on Reddit at the People of Peoria Podcast. Oh, there you we go. are. Reddit so feed. We're, we're in the the Peoria Illinois feed, so we're on there. And then it's a pretty active community in the Peoria subreddit. Absolutely, we're yeah. having some fun over there. I'm I'm managing that, so I'm having a good time <laughs> over there on Reddit. But then that's we cool. also have a website website uh, www.thepeopleofpeoriapodcast.com oh, that's good. yeah and you can find links to all our podcast stuff on there so yeah awesome yep um cheers guys thanks yeah. for joining yes. us cheers. appreciate cheers. it we'll cheers. see you again in the future thanks for the opportunity yeah cheers